feel like I feel like I probably smell how I look right now. Oh yeah, what are you up to? Oh, um, hello, welcome, Alex. Alex podcast. I'm Alex Ryan. I'm Alex Ellis. We have the same name. We have same name. We do have the. We do have same name. <laughs> we have same name. Um, okay, let's start with you being hungover and me not being. What were you up to last night? Um, so I went. So I did um, standard. Oh, well, I say standard like uh, Father's Day stuff because uh, my dad's busy on Father's Day. What's he doing? Working. Huh. Fair enough. Yeah. Got to get that dollar. Exactly. People go. People got to work, yeah. Mm, you need anyway. a holo, holo mega dollar. Yeah, that's that's the phrase that I'm sure he uses as a 55 year old Scotsman. Mm. Holo holo mega dollar. Yeah, exactly. he, he says it like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's holo, it. Holo holo mega dollar. This uh, is my swamp. <laughs> this is my squalor. Would have worked better. This is fuck. This is why you're the poet and I'm the. Uh, deep dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dungeon. Dungeons and Dragons player is what I meant to say, but uh, I, I, just, I just stuttered and dungeon came out. Fair enough. I mean, I'm something. Um, yeah. Anyway, what were you up to last night? So, you're doing Father's Day stuff. Yeah, so we, uh, we did some... Uh, I bought my present. I bought my new razor, which was nice. Like an electric razor. It's, it's kind of fancy. It's got... Nah, you should have just bought him like an old rusty... Like, no, it's, just, it's just one razor to just like go to town. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's um, Day, Dad. He just had him this like encrusted, rusty blade. Just like, yeah, this, this is what my pa gave to me. I don't know why I'm saying that. Like, anyway, it's just, uh, it's just gotten dumb. It's just gotten all dumb. Anyway, so um, I, yeah, and then we got replacement son, Kieran, to come and socially distance drink with us because uh, my little brother doesn't live here anymore. Mm. Um, he's in Plymouth, right? He doesn't live anymore. He ain't dead. Um, I was going to say, is Corin dead? No. I would be fucking distraught. I know. Like, there's no way you bring it up that casually. No, I would be honestly, honestly devastated. Like, I, I don't know how I would be able to function. Like, he's not going to see this. He's, he never watches anything I do, so it doesn't matter. Mm. But yeah, you I can would, tell him you love him. Yeah. I tell him I love him all the time. But... um. I think I would be honestly, honestly devastated and I don't know how I would function any further. I don't know how people lose siblings and get on with their lives. I think I'm always, I'm always struck by just how much people can get away with. No, not get away with, get used to. Get away with yeah. them, you kill them. But like, yeah. like I know a few people that have lost parents and, and siblings and it's like, that's just always there. It's just yeah. always there and it's always sucks, but you just keep going. You know, you just get, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a thing I can't really understand. It's a loss on a level that I, I haven't ever really experienced. Yeah, so it's a, like you were saying, it's a, I, like, I've lost people before, like everyone has, but no one, because like, I have quite a tight knit family. Mm. Like, we're real close. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't think, if I were to lose any of them, I just don't. I just don't know how it's gone. This has gotten depressing already. Anyway, so. Um, so I'm last gonna... night, you had Kieran yeah. to drink. Yeah, socially distanced drink. So like, um, <laughs> we have to bring a speaker. Like, can out you pass and... me a beer and you <laughs> just huck it across the room? No, no, it didn't come into the house. We sit in. We sit in the front garden, and um, I'm just gonna shut that door. 
Oh, everyone, this is your chance to see what Alex is wearing. Uh, Alex Bellis is wearing on his bottom half. Tracky bottoms. Tracky bottoms are a little bit too short. Um. Anyway, but uh, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Kieran, yeah, so we were sitting in the front garden, speaker out, and then we're sitting like, there's, we're sitting in a triangle and there's two metres between each of us. So like, you've, you've been to the front of like my house. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we were just like so far away from each other, listening to um, the specials, I think. Oh, and, rad. That and, sounds like a good and, day. Yeah, my dad really likes Scott. But, yeah. Um, and then, if nothing else, I feel like the, this whole, like, the requirement to socially distance when you hang out with people is, like, we're getting some sort of a facsimile of, of porch culture. Yeah. Um, it... Which is good. I really hope my neighbours like Scott. So, um, anyway. So, uh, yeah, then, then my dad went to go, went, just went, and um, he just disappeared. Standard dad behaviour. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, and then, uh, yeah, the me and Kieran went to go look for the, you know, the abandoned train tunnel up at the Crab and Winkle Way? Uh, I'm, like, aware of it. I've never been out there. Oh, it's really cool. Um, so we went up to go have a look at that, basically. We were like, we got a little bit of, you're eating grapes. Okay. So, um, yeah, we went up to go look at that for a bit because I haven't been there in a while. I don't think he's been there in a while. So we're just like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Still got a couple hours of sunlight left. Let's go have a look at that. Um, yeah, then, uh, <laughs> so he and I have this really, it seems like a dumb rule, but it's never steered us wrong, which is interesting because it's a directional thing. Um, <clears throat> the rule is no turning back at any point. If you miss your turning by like a meter, you have to go and find a new turning because you're bound to, you're bound to end up on an adventure. Okay. I like that. It's pretty good. actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. But, um, so we went the wrong way. And they were like, well, fuck, we can't go back. <laughs> so let's just carry on. And then like, every time that we came to like uh, a turning, we were just like, well, which way do you want to go? It's like, we know that way is the safe way that we can, we can definitely get back to where we're going. But it involves going back on ourselves. And it's like, well, let's go the other way. And we just yeah. ended up fucking massive loop. Uh, got lost in the woods. I got lost in the woods for so fucking long. I was lost in the woods for like five hours. That's all right, though. Like, I feel like, especially if you're just around, like, it's not like, you know, you go to Alaska, you, may, you maybe don't want to have that rule if you're somewhere where there's like hundreds of miles of unbroken forest. I feel yeah. like in, around Canterbury, you're all right. It's not yeah, like... It's fine. <laughs> if you're, well, I see the trail back there and winter's coming uh, and I can, <laughs> the sun's getting low and I can hear wolves, but I did say we'd never go back on ourselves. Yeah, so, yeah, but we ended up, um, I am covered in, I've got tiny little cuts all over my body from where we've just been like, right, well, we've got to take, we've got to take a left turning and it isn't a left turning. So what are we going to do? <laughs> but, through the brambles. Right. Yeah, basically, like, I climbed through, I had to climb into a ditch yesterday. This was it, by the way, by the time that we got to the point at which we had to climb through bushes, it was pitch black. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, so we're talking like, it's, it, I mean, it was, it was pretty dark anyway, but we're talking pitch black as in like, there's uh, a canopy above us. And there's no light coming through. There's no light piercing the, the surroundings. And I had to climb into a ditch in order to get out the other side. I'm standing in a ditch, total darkness. Kieran's got his phone light on. He can't get through. Um, he obviously can't shine the light on me. So I'm just standing in the middle of a ditch in the dark. Uh, you, why did you go into a ditch? 
Oh, because it's we we saw a map, and the map was just like you can follow the road round. Wait, and I got. Oh, okay. So there was like a map, like on a stand. Yeah, we, it wasn't yeah, we just found... like a random map on the floor or something. And you're like, oh, I've got this map of like I don't know Middle that, Earth. Actually, you know, that, <laughs> is, that, that is so on brand for us that I can totally believe that happening. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we found this map, and it said that we can go all the way round. And we were just like, that is going to take us fucking ages. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I know where we are. Like, this this looks familiar. I've been here before. Mm. We're just like, right, well, there's just this small tree line ahead of us. So we just need to find a break in a... a, a because there was, like, a tree line, a fence, a ditch, and then, like, a, obviously a bigger tree line on the other side, or a higher tree line. And I was just like, well, fuck it. Let's, I said to Kieran, like, let's go around. He was like, no, 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 this will take, like, two minutes. And then we'll be back to where we're meant to be going. He was like, and I was like, yeah, all right, that's actually pretty good logic. So we're now standing in the fucking ditch, right? <laughs> standing in a ditch. Um, there's by the, the way the trees went as well. They went uh, down, but the branches didn't come back up for some reason. So they just went into the ditch, and then and obviously they steadily got thinner. So trying to climb out of the ditch. Oh, you're like, trying to you're just grabbing onto like bits and yeah, and it's just like trying to like walk down like this, be like, oh, I can't actually get back up. <laughs> and then it ended up with Kieran having Scuttling to like, him out like a four-legged crab. Uh, Don't worry, I'm, I'm also doing stuff in the chat. I'm okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, so he ended up pulling me up through this this bush, and I was just like, oh, thanks. Like, and I got to where we got to the other side, and I was like, dude, I have no idea where we are. Like, I have never been wherever we are right now. I have never been here before. <laughs> like. I was so misled when I thought I knew where we were to begin with. <laughs> I was so desperately misled. Like I, I'm a hundred percent not in the right place. And I was like, right, well, we know it's roughly. It's good to be able to admit that. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's it's because like if you're if you're only with one other person, if they're worried about not knowing where you are and like it's they're starting to panic, then just lie about it and be like, no, I know where we are. We just go this way. Like to, it's better that like if you know roughly which direction you need to go in, mm. you're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas if like he and I have been like best mates for like I don't know nearly a decade, so it's quite clear when one of us is just like I don't know where we are. It's not safe. Me neither. Let's carry on going. It's not all right. Yeah. Uh, we ended up in this fucking massive field. Um. No, 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 we didn't. <laughs> no, we did end up. We ended up in a field, and we were just like, fuck it. Let's just. We know roughly which way to go. Um. Let's just carry on going, going forwards. Ended up. Oh, it was quite nice actually. We ended up uh, walking along the road, listening to country. Talking oh. about like zombie apocalypses. That's good shit. Apocalypse. I don't know. I don't know what the plural is. Apocalypse really seems like there would only be one. But um, apocalypses, surely. I don't know. It's never come up. Yeah. So uh, we ended up walking. <laughs> when we finally worked out where we were go, where we were, right? I was just like, dude, we are so fucking far. Yeah, where just, I live. It's just a plock <laughs> It's just. <laughs> I had so many rattling around in my head. I was like, if I if I don't take us breather here, I'm gonna be it's just a block a puck, a puck, a puck. I just knew I was gonna get stuck on it. A clip a clip of clopses. Anyway, so you're out in the woods, it's dark. Yeah, no, we managed to find a, a we managed to find a a concrete path. We're like, okay, cool. If there's a concrete path, it means there's a way in and a way out. That's the logic, right? Pretty good logic. Um, oh, God, I just remembered. 
Um, yeah, so walking along, it's like, right, I'm about 50% sure if we take this, that's also, let's think about it, let's be honest, not a very high percentage. We're about 50% sure that if we go across this, this field, this playing field, band playing field, then it will get home faster. And it was like, yeah, all right, <laughs> seems like good logic. So we're walking through this, uh, this new field. And I was like, oh, the fucking fence is like the fucking gate to get out of this field is like very far away. So we're, we're at like uh, the top right hand corner and this, um, the gate is at the top left and this uh, fucking field's massive, right? And Kieran's got good eyes. So I was just like, why don't you just take the, take the field? And I was like, dude, no, we just climbed through one bush. I'm sure that if we climb through this next one, we'll be fine. And we've we'd just been able to start hearing cars again. So like, we know, we know that we're getting pretty close back to like the idea of civilization. Okay. How dramatic but, you're being. Like you could not have been more than like 10, 20 miles away from civilization at any point on this. No, not at all. You make but, it sound um, like you're like hardy wilderness rangers coming in from a <laughs> from a long trip. Shut up. This is my story. Yeah, no, it's it's well told. Yeah, but think about think about um in Kent, how far away you need to actually be to not hit any cars at all. Mm. I mean, the UK is like that as well, right? Like, there's just not a lot of it that isn't... Because it's all cramped together. Because we're a tiny little horrible island. Tiny little racist island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, like, yeah, we'd just, for the first time in about two hours, uh, we'd been able to hit cars again. So we're like, okay, well... Just we hit must... them. What? You're able to hit cars again. You're just running out into the street, slapping them as they get by. Yeah, that's it. Like angry youths. What's how the fuck did we end up? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, that, that makes... sorry, I, t- I was just like, I was holding something in my hand, and I didn't get that the thing that, I, that I'd found. Um, this like fucking bit, bit of like blue rope that I found. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I love how you just threw that out there as if it didn't matter, and I, I was like, nice. I'm like, I'm really into this rope. Like, finally, a part of the story I can hang my hat on. Now, let me see if I can find it. That's a fucking good rope. Yeah. What are you going to tie up with that? Tie up a bundle, a parcel maybe for a loved one. That's good. I think maybe like if I if I ended up traveling somewhere, I'd like have one of those like one of those sacks and it would be tied together. Like that. Like, I can't remember. Like proper hobo style. Spindles? No, not spindles. Grundle. Are they like not. That. I think they're called bindles. Bindles. That's it. Mm. Just yeah. Just out being a hobo. That would rule. Yeah. Listening to country, walking along some streets. Yeah, but I didn't find that, that piece of string until I was back in, surrounded by buildings. And then that was it. We got, at one point, we got back to like being like, oh, I know where we are. Like, I definitely 100% know where we are. I've been here like a bunch of times. Took one wrong turn again. Lost. <laughs> so lost. That's how we ended up climbing through this bush. Anyway, yeah, so I was like, look, I'm 100% sure that if we go through this bush, we will be back to a place that we know where we are. And he was like, okay, Alex, but that bush looks pretty thick. And I was like, it's fine. You did it first last time. I will do it first this time. It was a fucking thorn bush. Like it was, a, it was like a, a thorn bush that's like, I don't know, this wide. Like, I don't know if you that's don't have any anything top. you can use to like clear it out of the way. Uh, no, like I tried to. <laughs> uh, I, I had something, I had like a, a bag with me or something that Kieran would be holding. And uh, he was just like, here, let me help clear the way. Chuck the bag through. The bag went clean through, and I was like, 
now we can't go any other way. We have to. Now go we've got to go through that. We've got so to go through. Yeah. So um, if, so I climb through and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, he like torn apart. Why? Like, this was a bad choice. <laughs> I made a mistake. Yeah. Um, climbing through this fucking thorn bush and it was it was so painful. And I'm now sitting on the other side, be like, just like sort of sitting there and shaking a little bit. And Kieran's like, you're right. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, mate, I'm fine. He was like, did it hurt? And I was like, no. It's like, okay, cool. I'm coming through. And then, by the way, there's nothing to hold on to. So there's, you've just got to power through this. You just gotta, you're just like, this is happening. I'm going through. Yeah. And nothing to hold on to. And this bush is taller than we are. So it's just, but, it's not even, so like everything's just like dragging on your face. Just like, ah, going to get through the thing. And um, I'm impressed the bag went through straight away, if I'm honest. It was quite heavy, but like. It wasn't. It was heavy enough to be thrown through. Anyway, so, so I'm now just sitting there on the floor, and I, all I can see is this like fucking bush rustling, and just like ah, as like as Kieran's like trying to climb through. It. It's just it's like watching a fucking bush give birth. And he's just like, did you at least get to turn? Yeah, you got to turn around and see him come out, <laughs> blinking, bleary so eyed into the world. That's cute. That, there's a real beauty to that. You know? It was so good, like just pulling himself up onto the concrete. Because this this thing, but this bush, by the way, it's not like it's not like a flat bush. It went up like this to get onto the, like the path. So just like, ah. yeah, it was painful. Um, yeah. Then when we got back to uh, when we got onto this road, on this path, uh, the police drove past, and like if they'd been two minutes earlier, they'd have just seen two lads be like <laughs> trying to climb out of a. A very thick, very painful thorn bush. Um, yeah, and we were sitting on this road, and I was like, I still don't really know where we are. Like, I always think that's one of the worst things is like when, when you're out of the woods and you're like, Well, I guess we're out of the woods, and then you turn around and you're like, Ah, oh, this I don't know where this road is because then you're like, yeah, Do like, I stick on the road and just hope it goes where I'm going? Well, like, okay, so I was gonna say, I knew, uh, I know the road. It was the road up to Whitstable, but I didn't know which part of it we were at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I know that if we, if we go left, we walk back into Canterbury and we go right, we walk into Whitstable. Okay, so that's I had, Yeah, I, had, I didn't have the faintest idea of how far up we were. I just like this. There aren't any, like, it's just a fucking road. Um, yeah, it turns out we were like uh, two or three hundred metres past Kent College. So, like, not super far away. But when we start, when we started off at the the bottom of the university grounds, and ended up doing this fucking massive trip round, and I ended up like, because yeah, it took us like what five minutes to get back to the water tower. Yeah, yeah. So just like fucking hell. And then after that, it's pretty straightforward. It's just downhill. But um, yeah, we started off at I think six, and I got back. I got home again at half eleven. Were you drinking this whole time? Um, yeah, I did the smart thing though. I so because it was. Did you? Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> at what point in the story did you do the smart thing? Well, I left my bank card at home. Ah, that is smart. What were you going to spend it on though? Booze, but where? Pubs are closed still, right? Unless they're open. Can you just get takeaway <coughs> stuff? I guess some of them have to be, right? But they allowed to be. I guess. There's a pub. I saw a, I saw a pub in Canterbury that's doing takeaway drinks. Fuck yeah! Which one? Uh, the Unicorn, I think. I just walked past it, but the oh, doors were yeah. open. So. I know the Unicorn. That's that's a good winter pub. 
Yes, yeah, a real nice place. Mm. So um, have the others started doing it yet or not? Because a bunch of them around here are doing it. It's good. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But um, yeah, so the smart thing was I left my um, left my bank card at home, and um, so I bought. I paid for my drinks. I paid for my dad's drinks. And I paid for Kieran's drinks because Kieran pays for my shit all the time. So I just you know it's no issue. But um, yeah, so Kieran and I had four cans each during the afternoon with my dad, and then we had one seven hundred and fifty mil bottle each that we just like had whilst we were walking around. So realistically, not that much alcohol over the like. We had one bottle for five and a half hours. Mm. It was quite nice. Is this part nice. of a? Is, is is this part of a like? Maybe one of those like tiredness hangovers. Yeah, definitely. Like my legs, like uh, my legs ache when I when I was working out this morning. Um, my legs are just like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You silly cunt. Like this, you you went for like what is essentially a ten kilometer walk yesterday by accident, because your fucking stupid, dumb, arrogant, cunt face wouldn't allow you to go back on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that though. I think. I mean, like, it's good. For, like, there's there was a time in which uh we so we had this rule, no going back. It's been going for quite some time, um, and we missed our turning by like. Uh, oh, I got to I got to see some cows though. That was cool. That was pretty fun. What but, were they um, up to? Just hanging out. Uh, they're just moving around. Mm, just vibing. Yeah, you missed my moving. I'm moving because they're cows. Oh no, that's hilarious because the sound the cows make is a moo, right? But the word yeah. moving has that sound in it. But you kind of extended it a bit so that it sounded like what the cows say. So the cows. Yeah, says, exactly. It it's why when sheep um, are using expletives and you say they're bleating, it's very funny because oh. sheep bleat. That is funny. Thank you. Anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, so what the fuck was I just talking about? Where was I in this story? Um, so you saw some cows. That was good. Oh, yeah, that was it. So, uh, we, yeah, Kieran and I once missed our turning by like maybe two foot. Hmm. Right. And this, we were in, fucking Hurston or something or no no we're in Upstreet and uh, yeah. we were gonna go meet some friends of ours uh, we missed our turning by like maybe two foot and this turning was literally go down there you're there right yeah it's like a 20 minute walk we would have been where we were going missed our turning and I was like Kieran let's let's just fuck the rule off let's just walk let's just go back and he was like no the rule's there for a reason I'm like yeah all right fair enough the, the rule is the there for a reason there for a reason that's hilarious <laughs> like, all right, fair enough. Let's just carry on. We ended up. It took us fucking three hours to get back. Get back to the and like as we were walking around, we could see where we were going, and we could see the people being like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're clearly <laughs> walking the wrong way." <laughs> like, see, this, this like, a, like this is a real problem in in England and in Europe as well. Like in North America, and especially in most North American cities, if you miss a turning, you take the next one, and you're just back because they're on a grid. In England, yeah. like like fucking London, even smaller places like Canterbury, Oxford, whatever, like there's just no guarantee. You could be like, oh, I'll go down the next one. And you go down the next one and, you know, suddenly you turn around and you're like the other end of town. You're like, what the fuck happened? Where yeah. am I? It's, I love it. it. It's, it's, but that's, that's how adventures happen. But yeah, so we ended up, um, 
it took us three hours and these people could just see us walking essentially in the longest circle round to get back to where we were going and we were like skipping through it ah oh, that was the day that we nearly got chased by a bull actually that was that was horrifying oh bulls are um, scary they're yeah, real scary when, i mean cows are, cows are pretty big themselves but like yeah. well when holly and i were, were like um hiking uh last september in in spain um there was a bit where we had to go across these fields and they weren't bulls i'm pretty sure they were like steers um they're still think, bulls huh steers are still bulls no i think a steer is castrated oh okay um let me find out what, what the difference is um what is different between steer and bull yeah steers are castrated um so less aggressive but yeah biologically yeah, they're, they're just like a calmer bull they're, they're, so every, every, they're bullocks <laughs> yeah exactly but like ev everything about your kind of security relies on them staying calm and yeah. we were just walking through and, and like obviously they're just cows but i'm like man cows are so fucking unpredictable i don't like this <laughs> you sort of see them eyeing you up you're like is it gonna run at me it didn't but fine. like if a cow wanted to eat me but well, i don't i think i'm pretty sure they have before but if it wanted to eat me it could yeah, and a great deal I could do about it. I also kind of feel like I'd be like fair, like not for you because you're a vegan, but I'd be like I've I've, eat, I've eaten a lot of you. Like if a cow came for me, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I've had a good run. I've had a good run. Like I would try and fight for my life, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be morally angry at the cow. I wouldn't think the cow had done a bad thing. Is my point? Yeah, I mean, also like, I don't think cows have like a moral code. I think animals are always neutral, neutral, true Yeah, neutral. but the cow might not know it's done a bad thing. But I also, I don't think it has. Like, uh, I, I posted something the other day about how sharks are, revered, uh, see, like, are seen as evil and dolphins mm. as good. Yeah. Whereas sharks are true neutral because they don't have a moral code in which they have to abide by. They have the, you know, the fundamental basis, uh, basic understanding of life, which is eat, shit, and reproduce. Yeah. I mean, sharks are are too stupid to be evil, whereas dolphins are. Dolphins yeah, are smart yeah. enough and often are evil. Yeah, like they they're quite they're bad guys. Anyway, but like yeah, so I think cows are like I think all animals that don't have um, that level of intellect are they're all true neutral. I mean, like if a tiger mauled me, I would be really upset, but I wouldn't want the tiger to die because of it. Yeah, same. I, I'm. I mean, I say I that, guess. I'm pretty sure, like, pretty sure I'd be lying there getting mauled, being like, kill it, kill it! But, um... <laughs> I mean, if killing it could save you, and I guess the justification for, like, because when we, like, when we put down a dangerous dog, right, we're not doing that to punish the dog. We're not doing that as a society to be like, you know, it's not like giving the dog the It'll death penalty. The other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a lesson to you. It's just because we think, okay, this dog is now, it's going to be dangerous to other people. This is what we're going to do. Like, I feel like we as a society don't really hold animals morally responsible in the same way. I don't know. But, um, Although yeah. it is fun to imagine like the, the society where like you put a dog on trial. You put it on trial and you're like, that's it. It's execution for you. And someone's like, lethal injection. You're like, no, electric chair. <laughs> Sit the dog, put a little sponge on its head. The dog's like... <laughs> that's so sad. It is actually a very horrifying idea. Because the dog doesn't <laughs> know what's happening. Uh, we just got a message that all it says is fucking hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, did, how did this conversation get a dog? But, um, the dog has know, a little dog lawyer to, to represent it. 
Just the dog lawyer in the briefcase and the little hat and a tie. And it was just like, he comes from a rough background. <laughs> and then he turns around and is like... <laughs> and the, <laughs> a couple members of the jury laugh and the judge is like, objection. Order! Order! <laughs> Order Sustain. in the courtroom. There will be fewer animal-related puns. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any, any other... Uh, any other sort of dog related <laughs> okay the dog lawyer realizes it's going bad and makes a last minute pitch to um to plea uh innocent by mean of by by reason of insanity and he says look at my look at your look at my client your honor he's barking mad <laughs> i was trying to work out how to get barking there i was just like this is that was so tenuous <laughs> that was so tenuous oh my god I can't, I can't, I don't think I can get by like how just like awful that was. Yeah, well also it seems like it, it didn't work. Like the jury and the judge were sufficiently unimpressed with these talking dogs to, to, give, to give the one on trial the death penalty. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Have... Hold on, a good one. The justice system is appalling. But with poor, spelt like poor. Yeah. That's why I said appalling and not appalling. 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 That was a good one, Sam. Uh, yeah, Sam is our tech host for today. Thank you, Sam. Tate. Tate. Um, have, have you got any other like animals on trial puns that we can do? Because this mm. is actually pretty fun. Um, I guess any underwater like aquatic animal. It was a it was a fishy situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They really tried to bait me into this. I'm um, thinking about, you know, when someone says like, like, you know, there's a, there's like a, 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 a an associate of the criminal. And then when they confess, they say they've flipped. You could say that they've like flippered or something. Yeah. That could be um, something. Uh, I, hang on, I think I've got one. <clears throat> the only, the only verdict here is a verdict, uh, a dolphinate verdict of non-guilty. <laughs> Poor. Dolphinate. <laughs> well, it's fucking difficult to get the word dolphin into a fucking sentence. Mm. Uh, I guess I, I guess there's probably something you can do with the, like a dolphin Hitler. There's probably something there. Yeah, he didn't. Sta he didn't stand trial. He fled to the sea. He fled to the gun. That's like... <laughs> oh, that's sad also. A, a, a depressed Nazi dolphin trying to kill itself, but it can't work the gun because it's just got flippers. <laughs> I don't know what the noise dolphins make. <laughs> <laughs> it, they, they kind of like click and... Yeah, that was, that was probably better. Um, oh, yeah. Did you see that thing that I posted the other day? There was someone uh, just being like, no, nah, we can... someone about the statues. Be like, no, nah, we can't, you know, we can't take down statues. People, people won't remember things. And I was like, well, you should probably put up a statue to Hitler then because, you know, after all, he did kill Hitler. So Yeah, I, I saw one that was like, um, some guy was, some, <laughs> some guy, to clarify, some older white guy was um, on Twitter like, oh, you can't take down statues. It whitewashes our history. And someone replied like, I take it you'll have no objections to me putting a statue of Jimmy Savile in your garden then. <laughs> people Be have good. got to learn yeah I mean like obviously for his charity work not for the uh, the nonsery yeah you know he he did a lot of good as well is the argument they make 
<laughs> did a lot of good as well. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just fuck off. But I'm also, it's kind of crazy how, how quickly the, the, the discourse in England shifted from, right, it feels like we were never actually really got onto the topic of like British. Hold on, just quickly. Uh, we've got another one from Sam. You have to sentence a cat to nine life sentences. <laughs> be good, be good. But is it a different cat well, after its first life? Well, like the doctor. Or like uh, one yeah. of that symbiotes from Star Trek. Yeah, I, I feel like know. a good a good cat lawyer could get him off. A moral philosophy in C. In C? Is this like is that that a musical thing? Like I think so. moral philosophy in C. Adagio. I mean cool. anyway, dolphins would be under maritime law. <laughs> They'd be under the law of the oceans. There's nothing we can do about it, boss. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I found out something interesting the other day, uh, which okay. I never thought about it. So when on when referring to land, we have uh, maps, but when referring to the sea, we have charts. Which oh, I, bug. Get out of here, bud. Which I just think is quite interesting. Yeah, navigation charts. But yeah, I yeah, guess you, there's you not much map. to map on the sea. What are you talking about? Like, well, you're, like you're trying to draw a map. You're like, okay, there's a wave, cartography. I'm going to sketch that as higher. Oh, it's gone. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to sketch Oh, it's gone. There's not much topography. Also, where do waves start from? Ah, uh, fucked it, haven't I? Fuck off, Sam. <laughs> okay, how do... All it said was probably the sea. How do waves work? Like, I know how waves work, I just don't know where they start from. Right. They're always going somewhere. So they're mostly wind. It's mostly the wind. Friction so between high waves. Huh? Have, you seen, have you seen that, um, the sea where it's uh, two different colours right next to each other because one part's brinier than the other? Yeah. That's fucking yeah. weird. It's good, man. But have yeah, because um, tsunamis are different, right? Because the way a tsunami happens is there's like a split in a tectonic plate and the water rushes into the split so it's I mean, like that makes sense. A, that means there's a, there's a starting point but the water just is where it is and then there's a split and the water rushes in that's why before a tsunami all the water comes out and then it's like in a bath you know if you make it slide up to one end it's going to come back to the other end with a similar amount of force that's kind of what happens it rushes in and i thought it goes back with like half the amount of force yeah it's probably not the same yeah, no, but like, what I mean is like, obviously you have anywhere that you go, anywhere along the coast, you have waves that roll in, right? So where are they rolling from? At some point, at some point, you're going to be further enough to the other side of, you're going to be close enough to another coastline that the waves are going to be going to that. So there's got to be one point just in the middle somewhere in which they're just, they're just flat. They're not doing anything. Yeah, because you, you can see, if you go somewhere with like a reef, you can see points where the waves are breaking in different directions like if you go somewhere where there's a reef and, and you look out sea you can see waves having a little break on the reef and then you can see them kind of breaking on other things but i don't know what happens well like sam, where does is, that stop happening sam this is uh, something for you to uh, try and figure out for us i'm trying to look it up <laughs> as well 
is I don't like I don't know if this is a really dumb like if it's a dumb thing to ask like but it's okay. just something where do waves start this might do it yeah that, that seems like a reasonable where do waves start in the ocean waves start out in the deep open ocean why though yeah well okay I, so I guess it, 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 something it, to do with the moon it depends where you are I guess well arguably just in the sea yeah, you would be, also, you? Did you ever see that film? Um, oh, it stars, I think it stars Matthew McConaughey uh, and he goes into space. Interstellar. Yeah, that's it. So did you ever see, do you remember that scene in it in which they land on that like water planet and they're just like, well, this is, it's only like ankle deep. And look yeah. at those mountains over there. That's actually like, that is honestly a terrifying, when you, so I've watched that scene a couple of times because the idea of like that sort of thing terrifies me. Yeah. Um, but just like, are those mountains getting closer? Yeah, and it's just like the whole planet is just, it's just always going around, isn't it? The water. Yeah, it's just like one large wave. It's like, have you heard about rogue waves? Um, is that like the Star Wars version? <laughs> That's Very all I've got. That's all right, so, Dungeons and Dragons. Rogue waves, I feel like the last I checked, no one knows why they happen but they're just waves that are way fucking bigger than the other waves and they can just hit you at sea like they, they, people used to think that they were like a kind of like sailor's story you know like things like the kraken and that people used yeah. to think that they weren't a real thing and then like there's there's been um research on them and kind of you know noting them and, and i think 1995 was like a big confirmation thing um yeah the drop in a wave so they dropped an E was a structure of a gas pipeline operated offshore from the southern tip of Norway. Um, it's attached to the seabed and it was monitoring waves. And in 1995, it monitored a wave. Right, yeah, yeah. So the rig was built to withstand a calculated one in 10,000 year wave with a predicted height of 20 meters, 64 feet. So basically before this had been recorded, Scientists were like, okay, it's probably going to be once every 10,000 years, there's just this off chance that we're going to get a huge wave of 20 meters. Um, By the way, is that big? I don't have anything to compare it to. I don't know yeah, how big waves are. I mean, it's, it's big enough that they thought it would be that unlikely. But at, the, at 3 p.m. on the 1st of January 1995, it recorded a 26 meter wave. So that's 20 feet higher than the predicted biggest wave. This was the first confirmed measurement of a freak wave more than twice as tall, more than twice as tall and twice as steep as its neighbors. No, just imagine that you're like a sailor in like the 18th century or whatever, and you're just poodling along and then it's just this fucking wall of water just appears. <laughs> and how, how, how often do they occur? Um, I vaguely remember there being research that says that they're more common than you'd think. Um, so it's defined as um, a wave that's more than twice as big as it, the sort of standard wave height in the area. Okay. Because like whenever you talk, whenever you see like films and like um, uh, sort of like pop culture references <laughs> to waves and stuff, they're always fucking massive. Like when yeah. you see like, people that go surfing massive waves and stuff in like I don't know Hawaii. Um, they, those waves are, you know, fucking enormous. 
Yeah, so we so basically just we just don't know why these waves happen as often as they do. Okay, so one one figure is scientists <laughs> estimate that about one in every ten thousand waves has the potential to be a rogue wave, but in some areas it's one in every one thousand. Jesus Christ, that's loads. Because like, as we just discussed, you know, waves a lot, waves a lot. <laughs> what a fucking weird thing to say. Waves a lot. Who's that guy? Oh, that's Alex. He waves a lot. There he is. Hi. Hi. Yo, how's it going? I'm actually really, really unhappy. I've don't got, talk like, to him. I've got RCS. No. What's RCS? RSI. RCS but, is uh, real-time strategy. What's RSI? Oh, uh, fuck, I just forgot. Um, Repef strain injury. Man. Yeah. Rogue waves, baby. So at 3 a.m. on the 12th of December, 1978, a German cargo ship sent out a Mayday message from the Mid-Atlantic. Despite extensive rescue efforts, the ship vanished, never to be found, with the loss of 27 lives. Uh, a lifeboat was recovered. Despite having been stowed 66 feet above the waterline and showing no signs of having been lowered, the lifeboat seemed to have been hit by an extreme force. And there's just way more rogue waves in the ocean than, um, than you would predict. It's just crazy. Like fucking sailing man yeah, like dude i don't i honestly i don't get why um well okay i do get why realistically why we don't just travel things through the air but you don't get fucking rogue winds do you know do you know what i mean i mean you can predict those mm. <laughs> but like can you imagine just like as you were saying just like just chilling out having a good time on your boat it's like oh this is nice nip out nip outside for a cigarette and you're just like Bro, is that mountain getting closer? Yeah. Because like I imagine these these waves, they probably they will probably look like they fill the entire horizon. Yeah, so, like, I mean they're they're big. So the, the equivalence I'm getting is that they're about this one, the dropner the dropner wave, um was eighty four feet or eighty five feet. Eighty five feet, yeah. Twenty six meters. So that's Like, can you do it in comparison to the size of a building, like in stories? <clears throat> Is that a 20 story building? 26 story. Let's find out. Is 85 feet. Um, I'll talk to the Eiffel Tower. Actually, Canterbury yeah. Cathedral is 133 foot. Right. So a wave that's slightly less high than Canterbury Cathedral. Are you, sure yeah, so are you sure that's in feet and not meters? Pretty sure. 133 foot. So, it's like, so um, can you check that for us, please? How tall Canterbury Cathedral is? Yeah, yeah I think it's 133 foot. Um, so it's about three quarters the size of the highest point of the cathedral. Hmm. Still pretty fucking big, if I'm honest. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. And like the thing that scares me about it is that, it, from the looks of things, I, I haven't looked this up in a while. I frequently go on my ocean bullshit, where I'm just like, the ocean's scary. But from the <laughs> looks of things, <laughs> that scientists still aren't sure what's. Happening. The tower height is 236 foot. I was pretty right, far. So up. less than half of that, like a third of that. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to like... 160, 240, yeah, it's about a third. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to like 
look this up. Like um, eighty-five foot Harrison. The Measure of Things, 85 Foot by Blue Bulb Projects. Jesus Christ. I'm looking, I'm on the Wikipedia page and it's got um, reported encounters. But I guess also it's, it's hard to, especially before we knew what was happening, it was probably hard to quantify these. Because like in like the 19th century, the 18th century, if a ship goes, it's just fucking gone, you know? Like it goes down, maybe you find something, maybe you don't. Oh, the Lusitania oh, so got hit by a rogue wave. Who did? Tanya was famously sunk by the Germans in uh, <laughs> World War One. Okay, so it's nearly double the height of the Brachiosaurus. Or twice the height, no, twice the length of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I'll tell you what, it is the length from tail to snout of a Brachiosaurus. I don't know why I'm comparing these in dinosaurs. <laughs> no, that's good. I feel like we all in our head have an image of, of how big a dinosaur is. Okay, so it's also about um, about four giraffes tall. Okay. Big. But it's big. just the way they come out of nowhere, you know? Uh, giraffes are pretty big. Oh, it's about... Um, it's the length of a small blue whale. Like, upright. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, about two and a half times the height of a telephone pole, telegram pole. Yeah, <coughs> I, I just I just checked that, and um, one of the links is frequently asked questions. The telegraph pole appreciation society. <laughs> I love, oh man, sometimes I really love how wholesome the internet is. Yeah, there's something for everyone, isn't there? Yeah, like it's 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 real good stuff. But yeah, so and how wide was? Is that how tall it was? How wide was it? I don't know. It's hard to find out how wide they are. Also, it seems like this is still a thing that people that just it hasn't made its way into a thing that people know is true. Like, there's an article from 2017 on the BBC here that says, like, uh, terrifying 20 meter tall rogue waves are actually real. It's like, yeah, we've known they're fucking real for like 20 years, but thanks, BBC. Bring it up the rear there. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how wide. I'm not sure how wide waves are regularly. I guess because from our perspective, the wave is just everything, you know? Yeah. But like, so for example, if it's uh, 85 foot high, mm -hmm. but only one centimetre wide, it's a lot less terrifying? I think that would be, that would be more scary, I think, because it would just look <laughs> like this really thin... Like... Yeah, and you'd be like, You'd be like, what is happening? You'd be like, physics is broken. Like, this Why is, is there a glitch? Simulation. Yeah, but like, so... <clears throat> whereas if it's like, I don't know, a hundred foot wide, a hundred foot wide at 85 foot high, you're just like, fuck this. There's absolutely no way I'm surviving this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's no conceivable way in which I'm just going to be like, yeah, this, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to work out for me. <clears throat> Like how big was the, you know, the wave in, um, oh, I bought some fancy chocolate the other day. Oh, nice. What kind? Uh, it's like, it's Mozza Roth, 85% dark. Nice. I fucking love dark chocolate. It also it makes is. me feel quite, quite smugly, like a, like I'm like a, like a grown up when I'm eating dark chocolate. I'm like children. I like this. 
<laughs> yeah, the it's not sweet enough like, for them. <laughs> children. Oh, okay. That that's better. I was going to be like, children probably also wouldn't like being punched in the face. Doesn't mean you can do that on a regular basis. Does make me feel like a grown up though. Unless you're a boxer, I suppose. Yeah. Huge list. Man, some of these stories. Uh, in 1995, the QE2. Um, encountered a 29-meter wave in the North Atlantic during Hurricane Louis. The master said it came out of the darkness and looked like the white cliffs of Dover. Fucking hell. That's pretty... That's actually pretty harrowing. Mm. Yeah, but so the thing I'm... that gets me is, like, if you're in, like, a relatively little boat, you know, people cross the Atlantic in little boats, not, like, a rowboat. You'd, you'd be fucking Yeah, like a catamaran. Yeah, like, you're just dead. And chances are, no one knows what happens to you. You're just out there on the sea, it gets a little bit windy, you're like, oh, a little bit windy, better be careful. And then just out of nowhere, just bang, dead. Well, the other, dude, I suppose the, hang on, this is actually something quite interesting. Out of every 10,000 waves, you said earlier, I, I knew there was something that was weird about that sentence. Out of every 10,000 waves, one of them has the potential to be a road wave, right? That's just a figure that I saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, that's fine, that's fine. But that means that in order for there to be an amount of waves happening there has to be a point in which they're measured to start from yeah i, I i'm not certain how they do it. i know that they use like satellite they, they use recording um like on the ground so obviously the drop in a wave was recorded by this this um this offshore like gas rig um yeah but you they also use satellite imaging to 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 see them but yeah i don't know how you're because presumably you just pick a given stretch of ocean and then you just count the number of waves in it I guess and then you extrapolate that out for an average. Okay, that makes sense. So, like the amount that like pass through a sensor. So you yeah. set you set where they start. Yeah, and you like okay. divide it by the time. I guess I don't know. Oh, if we have any questions on the um or comments on the um the thing. Oh, wave fre uh, wave frequency can be measured by counting the number of crests or compressions that pass the point in one second or other time period. Thank so you to pick any one point. And that's for frequency, right? So, yeah. 101, two waves, got it, two. Yeah, so in the, in the film Interstellar, how wide was that wave? How tall Wasn't was it implied that? that that wave was just the whole planet? Yeah, but like, let's double check it. Also, dude, without my, um, I think I've brought this up before, without my glasses on, I, obviously I can't see very well. Um, but, shut up. Without my glasses on, where I can't see very well, I can't make out any distinctions in, in my eyes. So they just look like two completely black, like, sort of oval shapes. Like, it is honestly horrifying. Well, that's distressing. Okay, still something on my fucking glasses. Yeah, can you uh, check out how big that... Um... Yeah, so... This is how I have to see things. Yeah, theoretical physicist um, Kip Thorne says the interstellar wave is about 4,000 feet. Oh my God. <laughs> so so he's, he's the theoretical physicist that I think worked on the movie as well, that they were like consulting just to say like, is this complete nonsense? Oh, Lorraine Cashdan, little brother used to sound more appropriate in the past. I think it's sweet how you still call him this. Must be a reference to Corin earlier. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, four thousand feet. Is that four thousand feet in height? Yeah, height. Um, I swear that you can see the top of the uh, of the wave, which is why it looks like mountains. Yeah, you see it far away, but you can see the top of mountains far away. You know. Yeah, but four thousand feet. 
Mountains are bigger than that. Well, how? Yeah, isn't like Mount Everest is like ten thousand feet. Um, Mount Everest height in feet. Well, I twenty nine thousand feet. Oh Mount my Everest. god, it's huge. It's about eight thousand six hundred meters. Do you want to hear something else that's 29,000 feet? Actually, a bizarre fact that I have for you. Yeah. Actually, it's just shy of 29,000 feet. Uh, the distance from Lisbon to, what was it, Hanoi in... Um, Vietnam. Yeah, and then back again. <laughs> no, that's not 29,000 feet. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Can't <That's>, be true. <laughs> that's 29,000 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can get from Portugal to Vietnam in not that much time. <laughs> it takes 14 days on a train. Yeah, because it's not 29,000 feet. Well, I'll tell you what, how much is 29,000 feet in meters? It's a third. It's, um, so, it's I mean, if third. Mount Everest is about 8,600, presumably it's around there. Yeah, because 27,000 feet would be 9,000 meters, which is less than a kilometer. Nope, nine kilometers. I'm an idiot. It's nine kilometers to get from <laughs> Lisbon to nine kilometers to get from like a okay. I think I've got I think I've got an actual like an actual fact for you this time as opposed okay. to say dumb shit. Um, <clears throat> the distance between the Earth and um, the Moon, like the Moon that we all count as the Moon, not the other weird one. That no well, you were about to say the Moon that we all value. Yeah, value as the Moon. No, that's good. I like I like this idea. Like it's just it just sounds quite wholesome. The Moon that we all value. I sometimes do that. I look up, I'm like, thanks, man. Cheers, bro. Uh, no, Same humans that, have never been on you. There's like that other moon, though, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yes, although the Earth has... You can't see, so... But the Earth has... I'm not sure how many are officially counted as a moon. Uh, like, it's got two moons. Um, just one of them is small enough to be considered a satellite specifically, as opposed to a moon as a, a celestial body, I think. Anyway, but my point is that uh, if you, the distance between the Earth and the Moon, you can fit every other planet um, if you line yeah. them up side to side between it. Space is crazy. Yeah, it's like, it's much bigger than you think. Mm. <laughs> Do you reckon there's more space in space or in the human body? <laughs> One of our classic discussions. <laughs> what a fucking, like the more, like, I can't believe how much I argued, like, the so clearly well, it, it wrong. It was you point. and someone else. Was it Rowan? Rowan, it was Rowan. <laughs> Me yeah. and Rowan. And I had like, such a moment of like, Am I in some fucking parallel universe? Or like, am I being punked? Is Ashton Kutcher going to come in and be like, ah! Like, all just, three of us have master's degrees. All three of us have master's degrees in different disciplines. And <laughs> two of us were just like, oh, that could be like, it was because like the logic was, so the logic for anyone that's interested, the logic was, is there more space uh, between like celestial bodies? Or if you were to put it down to a, um, um, like an atomic uh, level. Yeah, an atomic level. Thank you. I was going to say subatomic, but that doesn't really work. Oh, no, actually, it might be subatomic, right? Because atoms are also mostly dead space. Yeah, exactly. So the it's atom has the nucleus, and then. Is there more space between the sun and planets, uh, our solar system? What are you doing? Our solar system. Um, or is there more space between atoms? No, no, but the way you guys were phrasing it made it sound like. Is there more space in the human body than there is in space? And I was like, well, no, because all the atoms in space are equally dis they're, they're all the same atoms. They're all spaced apart as well. And you were like, no, because there's atoms in the human body. <laughs> uh, the way I've explained it now, like two years on, is... Uh... It's way better, though. 
<laughs> that's what I meant then, but I wasn't as smart as I am now. <laughs> I mean, that's good, though. That's, that's personal growth. We like that. Yeah, it's definitely personal, personal growth. Yeah, so do you reckon that there's more space between, if you were to compare the solar system, what, um, what atom has, or what element has um, nine uh, electrons around it? Sam, please, I don't know enough about elements. I do not know enough about physics, chemistry. Yeah, I think I want to say it's physics and chemistry. I think mm. is where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so there's nine. There's nine um, planets, right? Pluto's a planet again, right? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But I guess the other issue is that they all have different um, orbits. Yeah, they're all differently spaced. Yeah, so I think we'd have to like make a, I don't know, make a model of the average spacing between all of them, like get all of the distances, create an average and then try and work it out like that. Because Pluto is going to fuck it. <laughs> Pluto is so fucking far away. So I'm just... There's an, article, there's an answer on Cora here, but it doesn't seem to... Um... Yeah, I think the atoms, are, the orbits are too different um, for it to work. So the radius of an atom, blah, 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 blah. We have the innermost electron orbiting about three. Chlorine has nine. And don't orbit the nucleus you, of the planets. The ratio between the orbitals... Yeah, okay, it seems like you, you really just can't compare them. So, Harry, can we? Well, can we make a? Um, what's the average um, distance from the from Sol? The average distance of what from Sol? Uh, of the planets from Sol, from but, Sun. But it, the planets are all very unevenly spaced. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we if you add them all up and then work out an average, um... you're better at maths than I am. You know how to do averages. I don't. I'm just guessing. Sam, could you figure that out for us? I, know I mean, I, I, I could. Hang on. I think, it, I think it would be a nice way to end this podcast if we just do a question that came up two years ago and actually answer it. No, but I don't think this is answering it. I think, I don't know what this is telling us. Hang on. All right, 57.9. Oh, motherfucker, get back here. What am I doing? 57.91. <laughs> Got a message plus, from someone. All it says is, honestly, maybe not. <laughs> 108 plus two plus... 149.6 plus 227.9 plus 778.5. Man, fuck, Saturn is almost twice, Saturn is almost twice as far away from the sun as Jupiter is. So there's just a huge fucking gap between Jupiter and Saturn. Isn't that yeah, crazy? I think, I think that is crazy. I think this would be a really interesting way to, uh, to actually like, I'm really interested in this. This is this. I'm genuinely intrigued as to what's going to happen. Okay, so this one is uh, not counting Pluto as a planet. <laughs> uh, that really fucks our um, thing because Sam, what has eight? Is it oxygen? Apparently, oxygen does. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. But I don't know. Okay, so the average distance is. What does this figure work out as? I just did it without the millions. Um, one thousand two hundred sixty-five point. 1,265,263,750 kilometers. So, 
So now we need to shrink that down to a subatomic level. I mean, that's that sounds like cool physics, but actually it's just depressing maths. <laughs> yeah, it, like, the things that I'm saying make it sound like it's interesting, but for you... <laughs> shrink that down to a subatomic level. <laughs> in maths. You, you who actually has to do it, like... <laughs> uh, I don't know, because we need... What are we scaling here? Um, I guess, what's the difference between... Um, are we talking about nanometers? Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> shut uh, up. Let's just fucking figure it out. Quick. I don't know what we're trying to scale here because I don't think that the size comparisons work. I feel like this, an atom to an electron is not the same as the, uh, the sun to a planet. And then I you're going to make me work out the average fucking size of the planets. I hate this. No, no, we're, we're just, we're going to, for argument's sake, we're going to say they're all the same size. What are? The planets. But they're all different distances away. Yeah, which is why we worked out the average. So now we just have to work out... Like, no, but, if, uh, shut up, let me, let me finish. I think I've got this. So now we just need to work out how far the electrons are uh, distance from the nu nu uh, nucleus. Okay, how and if far is an electron from nucleus? Yeah, uh, in an oxygen atom. How far is an electron from a nucleus in an oxygen atom. Physicists around the world just losing their shit about this. They're just like, stop it. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. We, we, I know we're doing this wrong. I don't care. I think like, I, mean, I will be happy with like, a quantifiable answer. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to read to you the first two sentences and no, the first three sentences. Right. I mean, if this is how the simple answer would be about one twentieth of a nanometer, but this would only be reasonable if the electron were a solid particle. Quantum mechanics tells us, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that we can only speak. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. No one knows. Science. We can. We can figure this out. Get a physicist on. I don't know. Yeah, no, we can figure it out. So, so we know that it's I about mean, we one. Could, we could try and work out. Hang on radius of the sun right right so the sun's radius is i hope this works all right <laughs> so the sun what? for anyone that's still watching right. the sun's radius is uh, 696,340 kilometers yeah, right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to divide 1, 265, 263, 750, divided by 696, motherfucker, divided by 696, equals. So the sun is... Go on, what have you got? The sun is so about one, 1,817th as wide as the average distance to a planet. But the average distance to a planet is a nonsense measurement. Doesn't matter. It does. It's crucial. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm doing away with things that don't matter. All right, so... Whereas a nucleus is less than one over 10,000. 
the radius of an entire atom. So, but there's like five times, but there are eight planets. Yeah, yeah. So we're. This that's is why, why we shouldn't have done the average. Shut up. This is why we're doing it over like um. No, the uh, average doesn't help us here. Yeah, no, because like now we've got the average, right? So now we just need to work out the average distance of a an electron from the of the eight electrons from the nucleus. And if we can figure that out, we can do a comparison, right? But they don't. Can... They don't work that way. Yes, they do. It's fine. <laughs> so we just need to like work out the comparison, and then we can see if there's more space in an oxygen atom than there is in the solar system. Do we know any physicists? Um, I know a couple, but they're not going to enjoy this. <laughs> four four billion four hundred seventy-six million six hundred thousand divided by. We are, so, we are just drastically unqualified for this. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's what makes Six, it great. But the solar system is bigger than Neptune. No, that's a dumb statement. So, <laughs> it would it's have true. to be, by definition. It's very um, true. <laughs> it can't not be. Um, <laughs> I okay. don't even know why you said that. Why okay. did you because what we need is we need the outer bound of the solar system. We need how far away that is from the sun. That gives us the radius of the solar system, right? Then we need the radius of an atom. Then we need how much smaller the sun is than the solar system and how much smaller the nucleus is than the atom. And then we have two things that we can compare. Okay, let's do that then. Oh. Can, we, can we not... Look, just, look, Alex, the more you complain about it, the more we're going to have to still do it anyway. I can just leave. Nah, yeah, we need to do the wrap-up at some point. <laughs> Where does the solar system end? It all depends on the criteria you were using. Fuck! Just do it from Neptune. Right. If you measure by the end of the sun's magnetic fields, the end is the heliosphere. If you judge by the stopping point of the sun's gravitational influence, the solar system would end at the Oort cloud. Let's do it by the Oort cloud. No, fuck this. Okay, Tech Host says, can this not be a question for next week? Yes, it can. If Fine. we know any physicist that would be willing to talk to two idiots and explain all of this, I also wouldn't mind doing an episode on quantum mechanics because I feel like everyone knows about Schrodinger's cat. But who really... No one asks how. Why Schrodinger's is cat? Schrodinger's cat. Now, isn't that from um, a Marvel film? Yeah. Yeah, it is. From um, the first um, Infinity Wars film. What is Thanos? Or something like that. <laughs> no, it's, um, where is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? <laughs> I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. This has been the Alex and Alex podcast. You can find us at Alex oh, and no, Alex I've, podcast. I've got one thing to... One thing to <sighs> sorry. So um, I think next week, if you have any, uh, any really interesting questions that you don't know the answer to, like where the waves come from, or what is bigger, the solar system or the space in an atom? <laughs> that are <laughs> just such a dumb fucking question. Um, then yeah, please send in those questions and we will try and answer them for you. We will. I'm, I'm also here. fairly sure you've reckoned that into a smarter question than it originally was. Yeah, I 100% did. Like, <laughs> such a, which, is there more space in space or an atom? It's a fucking dumb question. <laughs> yeah, because space is just atoms. Exactly. 
It's just space, really, isn't it? Yeah. And I think we've all learned something about that. Basically, it's that I can bully, bully basically. people. Basically. Nice. Uh, yeah, so if you've got those questions, please do, uh, you know, link them in. Otherwise, we're just going to have to, like, I will just ask Alex stupid questions and we can watch him get irate. Seems to be the way I'm actually quite proud that I figured out a way to, to at least get some sort of like for like comparison. Yeah, I mean, it's way better than what I was coming up with. Anyway, Find yeah, us at Alex and Alex Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and search for Alex and Alex Podcast underscore SGH on Instagram and search for Alex and Alex Podcast in the iTunes app. Hopefully, I will be able to upload these episodes um, as audio. We've just we've trialed out recording. We're going to see what happens uh, to it. Um, you can find me at Alex Ryan, Alex T Ryan 27 on Twitter and Medium, joysandpassions.wordpress.com, and just Alex Ryan on um, Facebook and other apps. And yeah, please tell me how big the space is. <laughs> Do the space thing. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon and OnlyFans. One of those last two, I've never posted anything ever. But please give me your money. Um, at, at Alex Vellis Poet, that's A-L-E-X-V-E-L-L-I-S-P-O-E-T. Uh, that's the handle for everything, because that's the smart thing to do, Alex. Um, yeah, if you want to support uh, Winchester Fest, you can also donate some pennies to our coffee fund, which is ko-fi.com forward slash whiskey and beards. Um, yeah, and we have, we have a really cool uh, show this evening for you, which is myself. Uh, Adam Littlefield and someone else, maybe Connor Sandsby. I, I don't know. Um, what are you doing, Alex? Anyway, but this evening we're going to be pitting um, our favourite superheroes against other people's favourite superheroes to work out who is the best superhero. Oh, and, come on. That's such, that's such my bullshit. I hate you for this. Do you, wanna, you can get on, isn't it, if you want. I'm doing D&D tonight. Yeah, we'll shut the fuck up. So. Arrange one for when I can do it. <clears throat> and, then, um, yeah, and then we're also going to be doing uh, our least favourite superheroes versus other people's least favourite superheroes and trying to work out which one is the worst. It's Batman, by the way. Batman sucks. Super cop. Sacrilege. Yeah. Um, so if you want to join in in a podcast which is arguably better than the one that just happened... Uh... I, I genuinely <laughs> cannot believe you're doing me like this. Like, well, dude, you can join in. Content. I'm doing D&D. Yeah, well... We Adam Littlefield and Connor back on this, though. Yeah, man. Like, I'm more than happy to do stuff. Like, last week we did... Um, who has the better bird? Uh, Connor beat me three times in a row. <laughs> I lost on a liar bird. I mean, understandable that I lost on a, a seagull, but I also lost on an albatross. Mm. Yeah. So um, this also this also sounds amazing, and then just for no reason, ACAB. <laughs> I mean, there's always a reason for ACAB, but yeah. So uh, that's going to be the end of the podcast. Oh yes. Yeah, so that show, by the way, starts at eight. If you want to watch it. Fuck. Yeah, also, if, if this works out with the audio, um, we could, if recording it works out, then we could put those, those out as well. Those kind of Alex Vela specials, we'll call them. It's called Bird versus Fish. That's rad. Yeah. All right. Catch you on the flip diddy hip. Catch you on the space side, motherfuckers. <laughs>